You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows at SoundTalentMedia.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Do it live! Fucking thing sucks! I have nothing to do with Russia, folks, okay? The mother of all bombs. You You people are cancer! He's a crisis actor. Oh, look at my African-American over here. Another deadly day on the Gaza border. My God, the bitch was wide! John Podesta rigged the poll. Charcoal girls are not allowed here. What's next? Requiring a license to make toast in your own damn toaster? Hell no. You gotta see this guy. Oh, I don't know what I said. Oh, I don't remember. You would be much happier at home with a husband. Spend 400 years? That sounds like a choice. Fucking like children, America! I want to build a wall. Are you African American? I don't know what you're implying. And what is a leper? Bing, bing, bong, bong, bing, bing, bing. I think the way! This is the worst possible timeline with Eric Wilson and Patrick Kindler. Hotel. That is, uh, I wish I could lie and say that it was uh, a dump or sleazy or anything like that, but it's uh, it's pretty nice. Um, everybody bows to you when you come in. That's nice. Uh, yeah, it's got a whole colonial sort of energy, so our listeners that are easily offended can take issue with that. Uh, it's it's cool. The city is also cool. It's uh, it reminds me a ton of Kingston, Jamaica. Really? There's, there's many yeah, Rastafarians. A ton of Rastafarians. Yeah. Everybody wants to be. Everybody wants to be outside, at all times, because uh, everybody's house is too fucking hot. So it, it's like ninety degrees at night. So everybody is in a public park, uh, listening to music or playing whatever their fucking weird version of hacky sack is, where they shoot the thing like nine feet in the air every time. Just fucking um, whacking off in public. Whacking off in public. Yeah. Uh, that's progressive. I, That's a progressive kind of country that I want to live in. It is now 2024, and the choice is up to you. Do you listen to good podcasts, or do you listen to bad ones? Well, we've got a suggestion for you. How about you listen to a good podcast? For the first time in your miserable life. I can think of one. Overnight Drive. Going strong. 11 years now. The podcast about nothing. Your favorite podcast's favorite podcast. Do you enjoy nothing? (laughs) So do we. Why don't you come over and check it out. And stop listening to other podcasts. Thank you. You know, I haven't seen, I haven't seen anything upsetting aside from the animal shit yet. Like the, like the nasty ass meat. Yeah. Like uh, everything is left out in the, in the air and, uh, getting so that like Corona, getting marinated nice with Corona. Yeah. Spicing <laughs> it up for the people. Yo, is it, 
is is there any racial connotations to Corona yet? Uh, no, not that I know. Well, I mean, I, aside from Chinese, I guess, cause that's where it started. Right. Well, like what I'm saying is like, uh, you know how, like whenever there's a thing like, uh, Ebola, it, they always got to warn us that like, like it, you know, it's, uh, it's not a racial thing about like, you know, don't be, don't be prejudicial against people coming from other countries and shit like that. Uh, have they tried doing that in uh, about this one, or have they just been honest and said, "Yeah, it's from China"? No, they're still trying to do that. They're still saying, you know, <laughs> it's still a thing. Like, you know, don't be weird around Chinese people, around Asian people, or something. And people posting videos with them on the subway and like, you know, weirdo white lady like running away from an Asian person. It's uh, it's not helpful. No, but can we be honest? There's 350 million people in the United States. There's a weirdo on every subway oh, yeah. car. There's a weirdo on every subway car. So like whenever somebody takes that video and uses it as evidence that, that Americans are weird. No, (laughs) no, there's just a weirdo on every subway car. I mean, it is evidence that they're weird, but it's not something that should be that it's not that remarkable. No, it's not broad is what I'm saying. Like you can't apply the one mentally ill lady on the train and, and say, this is, this is what it is. You know what? People are really, uh, I think it's kind of interesting because I think for the most part, people have been kind of level headed about this thus far. Uh, But at the same time, like, I think we're approaching that moment of like people are going to start like having meltdowns about it. Australia already in full meltdown right now. I'm, I'm itching my sweaty balls and it could, it's probably covered in coronavirus, but I, the way I kind of look at it is, that's just what happens to me. You know what I mean? Like, there's only so much you can do. Like, wash your hands. Don't, don't, don't be gross. But like, you can't, you can't. If this is inevitable, you can't delay the inevitable by much. I'm in a wild zone with this, where I don't care even a little bit, and I, the people here don't really care. What's What's really strange about this place is everybody that works in customer service is wearing a mask that everybody knows does nothing. I, that's so, the thing, right? Masks don't actually do anything. No, no. It makes me feel insane that everybody it, like, uh, you know, I, I don't know how to go to school for this, but I want to go to, I want to go back to college and go for hysteria because it's the thing that interests me most in life right now. It's the thing that it's the only thing I'm scared of. It's the only thing that I like, I think about it quite a bit. I, I, I think beyond, beyond that, I just think the media like really dominates people's brains. I really think that it, it it's it's I mean it's always been true, but I think now more than ever it's like it's very very evident that like we are all like people are just under the spell. You know what I mean? Uh but anyway, this is worst possible timeline. Yes, hello. A remote uh, edition, uh, Southeast Asia, uh, coronavirus, in the heart of corona. I'm, corona I'm country. a bit like, uh, yeah, corona country. I'm a bit like uh, like the guys in uh, the motion picture uh, uh, Apocalypse Now. You know, right. instead, instead of hunting for Colonel Kurtz, uh, I'm, I'm looking for Colonel Corona, right. you know? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm uh, deep in the jungle right now, searching for this fucking virus and having no luck. Yeah, you're you're, uh, you're bug chasing. I'm bug chasing. Uh, you're, you're Patrick so Cam- Kinlan. Cam- Cambodia took. I'm Patrick Kinlan, and I'm Eric. Uh, uh, 
Cambodia took a number of sick people off of a boat that like four other nations declined to take. Uh, but despite, but despite that, I don't think that Cambodia has very many, uh, cases, if any. Um, so, uh, maybe doing the right thing and being good is, is rewarded. And meanwhile, maybe these countries that are mad stiff are, are getting Corona up the ass because it's karma. It could be karma. You know, I, it's funny. I saw a map of the U.S. and there's like big hot spots on the West Coast, big hot spots on the East Coast, little tiny dots like in Southern Texas. But the interior of the country, I bet they don't fucking resent being the flyover states now. <laughs> you fuckers no, are getting but, off easy. But here's the problem with those flyover states. They always believe that it, – it, it, For people that are weirdly unaffected by a lot of things, they always act as they're the most affected. Oh, yeah, yeah. So after 9-11, it was like they they were the most afraid of terrorism. Right, right, right. No one's flying a plane into the Duluth Mall. (laughs) Yeah, Apache Junction is under attack. Yeah. Uh, But that's the thing, right, is it's highly unlikely that somebody living in rural uh, Wyoming is going to – ever come in contact with the coronavirus on any level, but uh, I bet they've thought about it. They're the <laughs> I most bet they've thought scared. about it a lot. They're the most scared and probably the most prepared. Oh, yeah. Uh, well, f- as I always say, forewarned is forearmed, and mm. uh, those people love to be armed. So you're in the heart of corona country, but I'm happy to announce we have a sponsor. Uh, we have – we actually – this is rare. This is rare exclusivity for our listeners – I was going to make it Patreon only because I wanted to, you know, really uh, cash in on this epidemic. But I'm happy to announce that Urban Cabin Soap Company uh, confirmed cure for coronavirus. Whoa. It feels irresponsible to say it, but I'm locked in. Let's do it. Yeah. So uh, they, uh, we got um, another care package he's selling right now. He's got tote bags that are ill. No shit. Um, I have to actually look at it real quick. I think a portion of those uh, profits go to charity. So you all give it, it a corona. There. Yeah, yeah. Is it's it a, a corona. It's a pro corona charity. They want to send people the virus so that we actually um, we we want to get people immune to it. And we figure it's like it's like did, did your did your parents did the people in in the community that you grew up ever have um, like uh, chicken pox parties? No, we're we're strident anti-vaxxers where I'm from. Okay, uh, so the, the so the chicken pox party is you want to get all your kids together so they get it and develop an immunity. That's what Urban Cabin Soap Company is trying to do. We're trying to get everyone infected so they can get over it. We can till we can we can we can uh, you know uh, uh, reduce the population a little bit. Maybe put an ease on some of our natural resources, and uh, we can make sure. That you know, going forward, we all develop an immunity for it. What is your favorite corona-related conspiracy at this time? Uh, <laughs> well, um, hmm. Do you want plausible or do you want uh, probably not real? Give me your favorite. Well, I'll, all right. I, I don't know what my. I haven't honestly. I haven't seen that many, but right now, the plausible one. I don't know. It depends on how 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 cynical how cynically you see the world or how informed you are. Probably more importantly, um, 
the, so China's numbers are going down. Um, most likely that's because they're probably not reporting or uh, they're just straight up. They're just executing people. Mass graves. Oh, okay. Uh, that barely feels like a conspiracy, though. That feels uh, <laughs> the, the idea of the idea of China disappearing people doesn't uh, it doesn't feel conspiratorial to me. No, pretty. Uh, do you believe and can we get a quote from Urban Cabin Soap Company? on if this is an operation against our sitting president, Donald Trump. Mm, so, so do you think this is a bio, uh, a bio weapon to assassinate the president? So as I've been saying, the only chance to get Trump out of here is if the economy tanks and uh, a, a pandemic uh, tends to put a, put a dent in the economy in, in uh, in output. So, uh, there are people who hypothesize that this is actually a, a deep state operation against Donald Trump. Hmm. You know, are you not buying, you're not buying that one. Uh, I like, you it. don't think that I like, you, the idea you don't think it. that you don't think that somebody in China, uh, in, in concert with the, uh, entrenched bureaucrats in Washington uh, are is actively working against that hero sitting uh, in the Oval Office. Um, if that's the case, I'm going to say sloppy execution. <laughs> <laughs> Could use work. <laughs> I'm going to say it. Uh, um, what's the what's the word? A lot of bystanders uh, were were taken out here. Yeah, I don't think they care about that though. Well, anyway, the, uh, just to finish the read, uh, I'm just fucking around. Go to Urban Cabin Soap Company. They got some new flavors. Uh, you can use the uh, promo code 35 to life. Numbers 35 to life. T A L I F E. Go there, buy some oh, yeah. shit. It, some of your money goes to charity. We should make that clear. It's like 25 to life, the band, but 35 yes. to life. 35 so to life. It's a, it's a TA, everybody. If you're, not, if you're not from these streets, maybe you don't know, but that's a TA. Yes, that's a TA. Yes, but our, I think uh, all our listeners are from these streets. You think? I, I would hope so. You know, there's. A, I would at least I hope they're familiar with, with the streets. I interacted with a noise guy the other day who had a uh, "Don't forget the struggle, don't forget the streets" uh, tattoo, which I thought was interesting on a on a on a guy who's collecting records that are like you know people throwing glassware off a building. Uh, but he, he hasn't forgotten the struggle. So congrats to him. Congrats um, to him. And congrats to Urban Cabin Soap Company continuing to do good work. Uh, if you enjoyed the soap over, uh, the holiday break, uh, go purchase some more. A lot of you went in and a lot of you told us good things about what you got. So, uh, go check out this, uh, this other discount and, uh, do something nice for charity while you're there. Um, all right, Eric, wh- what's going on? Your man Biden is surging. Biden. Yeah. Didn't really. Oh, man, dude. Fuck this shit. They're, they're, so the, the, <laughs> the playing field has been leveled a little bit. It's now come down to the battle of the geezers, essentially. The two fucking ancient yep. fossil motherfuckers. Uh, Bernie, Biden, uh, Bloomberg out, Pete out, Klobuchar out. Warren out. They're all out. I really can't believe that Bloomberg it, it, it bailed so early. 
You know what? Well, all right. Do we, because we talked about this before, is it, is it what it seems to be? Is it that, is it the consolidation of the moderate vote to stomp out this progressive nuisance that is Bernie Sanders? Is that what's happening? Or is it as, as the moderate pundits, the blue checks want to, want us to believe, is it that, uh, it's just it's just the campaign and these people are operating independently and they're, they're making decisions for themselves. And it's not, you know, there was no secret phone call with Barack Obama and Hillary Clinton and and, and the DNC to uh, consolidate the vote around uh, uh, on uh, Uncle Joe. That that did not happen. Which which line or do we tow here on worst possible timeline? Well, I think you'd have to be certifiably disabled have an intellectual disability of a pretty high order to believe that Biden can beat Trump. Yeah. Uh, at, at this juncture, I think that Biden has demonstrated that he is falling apart. Uh, people are really rough about this because he's running for president. So he's a public figure. So also he's an establishment Democrat at a time where people are saying, fuck that. So people are being really unkind. I'm seeing an old man who is dying yeah. And I, it's difficult for me to be brutal about it because I think he's the sort of dude that he takes a rough fall and uh, the, the vice president is uh, <laughs> is in charge. Yeah. So I, I don't – like don't get me wrong. We can tool on him on this fucking podcast. But like when I see people being brutal like for real, I'm like, yo, you never had a grandpa? You know, <laughs> where's papa? Where's, where's papa? You know, what the, you know what's the weird thing is is that they're both – both of them are are – desiccated corpses and yet and bernie's the older one but this dude bernie's way more on the ball than uncle joe well uncle joe seems to uh have a, a brain disease yeah so it's so it's, yeah, it's it, funny to watch the the blue checkmark pundits uh defend joe's uh seeming uh apparent uh brain failure and at the same time try and convince you that trump also his brain is failing. Like it can't be both for them. It's only, it's one, it's only, it's their guy's good. Orange man, bad. Yeah. yeah and yeah, for yeah. Republicans, always, it's obviously always. reverse. It's, it's orange man, good Biden, uh, brain leaking out his ears. Yeah. Meanwhile, I wouldn't trust either of them to, uh, pass a base, basic skills test in, in a, uh, failing high school. You know yeah, what I mean? Like it, this is uh, uh, both men are in rapid decline. Uh, That's the thing, and I think whoever's vying for that VP slot on on whoever ends up being the nominee, which it'll be one of two uh, people now, they're looking at the forty seventh president. Yo, Warren is the most pathetic uh, vying for uh, vice president nom that I've ever seen. She is. Like she did, she tried that assassination attempt on uh, on Bloomberg at the debates, but that was a kamikaze mission. Nobody cared about yeah. the thing that she was going hard on. She yeah. was just doing it to like to peacock up and be like, pay attention to me for the VP slot. You know what I mean? There's nobody, nobody on earth gave a fuck what Bloomberg said in a fucking meeting at his job in 1998. Not a living person, and she made it her fucking thing. And to me, that just means like, oh, what is this about really? And then 
I couldn't figure it out. And then smart people were saying, oh, she's, this is how you gun for a VP nod. You know what I mean? Like you just, you take the, you, you attack the, the, uh, opposition on a thing that the other person can't waste their time attacking the opposition on. And that's how you show that you're a good soldier. And I was like, oh, okay. That makes more sense to me because I know she wants to be like the woman's candidate, but like, yo, uh, Bloomberg saying, uh, to a, a, preg- a newly pregnant woman that she should kill her baby in 1998 is mad fucking funny. Nobody in the United States gives a shit. <laughs> Anybody that gives a shit is giggling. Well, the thing is, I, I, she really threw, yeah, like you said, she threw herself on a grenade. And I think part of the strategy was to like leave it on the floor on this last debate and hopefully see her numbers uh, peak. Didn't happen. Uh, and, and yeah, I guess the, the contingency plan is hopefully get a VP slot. I don't think Bernie or Biden is going to pick her for the VP. Maybe Biden. Maybe. I don't know. It, it, all these people are disgusting weasels. I, it's, I, it's true. And now she looks like a total fucking goon because she's dropped out. And like, who can she endorse? If she endorses Biden, she betrays everything that she's claimed to be about for for you know the most of her modern career. And if she goes for Bernie, she looks like an idiot because she she tried to shit on him like less than a month ago because supposedly he said a woman can't be president. You just you she. I don't know. She, I liked Warren and in the last couple of months, she totally fucked her campaign and made the wrong moves at every step. I like Biden too, but I just don't think he can fucking win at all. No, no, no. He's, there's no chance he can win the general. Uh, Like, listen, let's prognosticate right now. Uh, I had a, I had a moment the other day, a, uh, a clarifying moment, a MAGA moment. Truly, <laughs> Let's I, hear it. I was with two men who didn't know each other, but they both know me. Uh, both are uh, as liberal as it gets. I would argue progressive as it gets without being out in these streets uh, with uh, with signs. These are people whose convictions are deeply held uh, in not giving a fuck what other people do and trying to be supportive uh, of people doing whatever they want. And these are what you and I would call kindred spirits, fellow travelers. And they were not comfortable saying this to each other at first, but by the end of the night, they both said they were voting Trump. Wow. How did that happen? So, so check it out. Here's what I, here's what they like. The pundits have been saying is going to happen that I've been calling bullshit on and I've been wrong. They've been saying that if Bernie gets screwed, there's going to be Democrats or not Democrats, rather Bernie supporters who vote Trump out of protest, out of anger, etc. I did not think that that was at all going to happen. That seems very far-fetched to me and crazy until I was in a room with two men who had never spoken to each other before, who both confessed that that was their way forward. That's crazy. That if they both think that if, if Bernie, they're both Bernie guys, but they believe that if Bernie gets screwed, then all, none of this deserves to deserves to be fuck them all. (laughs) They're voting Trump. You know, I, I have been feeling that same thing, but, I don't know that that 
translates to a Trump vote. But all I'll say is, you know what? It's uh, still like nine months till the till the election. Maybe we'll get there. <laughs> that would be you might end up insane. You'll never say it. You'll, you'll never say it publicly, but you might be a, you might be a Trump voter by this the, this time. I totally voted for Biden. <laughs> no, I so, probably, I honestly, I, I don't know. I, I guess I just wouldn't vote probably. I mean, like that's, I don't know. I, here's the thing. I actually like Joe Biden. If it was Buttigieg, I would, I would probably firmly say no, fuck that shit. But I actually, I like Joe. Um, I, I, I don't like his campaign. I, I, I don't know. I like him as a person. Um, he feels less lizardy than some of the other lizards. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. As far as establishment Democrats go, I would say he is, he is 30% human being. Yeah. Yeah. That, that, that feels like a good number. I like that number. Um, I, I don't know, I guess we'll see how things go, but like, man, it's, if this ends up with brokered convention or whatever you want to call it, or if it's like, I mean, the party is really divided. It, 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 it's, it's, it's fair to say that like shit is split. Um, I, you know, I, it, it's, 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 it might just be the end. I don't know. Can we have three major parties? I, I, I don't like if the Democrats can't pull this off, it's kind of just like wrap it up and go home guys. Like you're not appealing. You're just not the umbrella of, of what it is to be Democrat does not appeal to enough people anymore. Does that make yeah, sense? That's all true. No, for sure. Uh, I, I don't know what the future holds. Everything in me says that things continue the way that they have. But I'm in a country right now where over the course of fucking five years, uh, the uh, royalty was deposed, uh, democratic uh, insofar as you want to say it, uh, government was uh, deposed and replaced by a regime that that on day one marched everybody out of the cities, abandoned all of the cities, like had people throwing plastic bags over their own mother's heads to kill them. Uh, that took very little time. So people, yeah. people, uh, you know, or if you want to say like the uh, uh, Iran uh, pre-revolution to revolutionary Iran, like. Things can happen quicker than we anticipate, and I have a very, uh, uh, you know, like I've seen worse, or this is uh, the same old bullshit attitude towards things. But yeah, someday I will be wrong. <laughs> you know what I mean? So yeah, for sure. Uh, so, so, so I I don't know. Um, it's kind of like my feelings on coronavirus. Coronavirus feels no different than Zika to me. It feels no different than uh, SARS. Feels no different than uh, Ebola. Um, these are things that cost people their lives, uh, but, uh, are also capitalized on by, uh, outfits that don't care about you even remotely, uh, and are trying to, uh, get click revenue off of, uh, what is ultimately a small tragedy. Um, so, yeah, I mean, yeah, well, look, I, I think you're right. Like, I think the United States has been very lucky because what you just outlined there that happened in, in Cambodia is not something that's ever had to happen here. And it could, 
you know, um, if the virus does get that bad and, you know, we the fucking Trump Gestapo comes and welds us into our, our apartments, then, you know, I, I suppose it could happen. And that's like a scary thought. You know, I've never, ever considered that in my life as a reality because we're so this country so far removed from the rest of the world. And yeah, I mean, the future look, things don't things don't last forever. So, um, you know, it, it could get there. And, and I think as it stands right now, we're still pretty good. We're in a pretty good spot in the world. All things considered. Uh, well, let me tell you, I'm, uh, traveling through, uh, the third world. Uh, there is garbage everywhere. There are, uh, I see, I have, again, I haven't seen too much upsetting, but I have seen, highly dangerous things every day. Uh, I, I, I'd say that the United States is, uh, still highly blessed. Uh, but, but I, yeah, who knows? We, things, you know, what is it like, uh, however morbid you want to be about it, uh, things are the way they are until they aren't, you know? Um, and, uh, things can turn on a knife edge. Uh, things can go bad. The other shoe drops. Um, you know, so maybe we have a Corona president soon, you know, maybe, uh, we, maybe the coronavirus infects Joe Biden's mind, uh, and he, uh, links up with Skynet and he, uh, genocides, uh, at least, uh, three fifths of the country. This could all happen. I don't know. Um, but I do think that, I do think that, uh, uh, now having spoken to two, those two men, it's the same experience that I had when I was in London in a cab and the cab driver said, Trump is going to win that. And that was before the first election and his clarity on it was so complete as a foreigner that I was then more or less on guard. I was, I said, Oh, Oh, this guy is seeing things from the outside better than we're seeing them from the inside. That's, that's how I feel now about having spoken to these two men who I know to be hella woke, <laughs> who are just like, yeah, uh, if Bernie gets fucked, I'm voting Trump. No, full stop. No laughs, no, <laughs> no sort of in joke towards each other. Uh, they were serious. So we all show up to the polls in Joker makeup. That's what's, that's what's rapidly approaching. That's what uh, needs to happen. <laughs> We need to, as they say, rise up. Oh, <laughs> uh, I just did that thrice tour uh, with Drug Church opening and got a number of gamer rise ups from from people on the tour. That's amazing. We love our fans. It is amazing. Shout out shout to our out fans. To, yeah, shout out to our listeners. I appreciate you very much. Uh, <laughs> all right. So, uh, what else? What, what else we got to talk about? I oh, have I, been, I've been out of the world, Eric. Yes, you have. I don't uh, know what's going on. You know, look, the, here's the thing, man. Everything is everything is business as usual. Like, and this is what I mean by like the way the media like just controls people's minds and like the way it like warps reality. Because again, if you just walk down the motherfucking street, yeah, there's people wearing masks, but like it's people just live in their fucking lives. But if you go on the internet, everyone's having a mental breakdown. Yep. 
And it's it just seems to be the way of the world like forever. And will we survive this one? I'm going to say probably, but you know, either way, if, if, you know, like if, if I get sick tomorrow and I drop dead, that's just kind of fucking what happens to me. I don't think it's part of some grander narrative. Does that make sense? Well, yeah. And let me, let me be a dick. You know how I'm always going off on how I think there'll be no accountability for all the sort of cancel culture nonsense going on right now about how like somebody that uh, endeavored to ruin uh, like some Asian lady's taco stand because she's not Mexican uh, will never have to answer for that behavior. Uh, And if they do, if somebody calls them to the carpet about it, they're going to say, or calls them to the mat about it, they're going to say, you know, I was doing what I thought was right at the time. Um, You know, my intentions were good, whatever. That's how I feel about the media right now. There's no informed person. Talk to a doctor. Talk to a doctor about this. Doctors are like, yeah, just wash your hands. It's fine. Yes, wash um, your hands. So, which, for as far as I'm concerned, uh, maybe, maybe. Listen. Oh, I, I, I'm not washing my hands. Fuck that. But yeah, you can't. If you listen, talk- you're not gonna get me. There's fluoride in the water. You, I'm pouring the number of the beast all over my hands. It's just not gonna happen. Yeah. <laughs> Exactly right. What are they trying to control me? So here's the thing. Uh, I think that the media is going to, same thing, same thing as always. It's going to be the hysteria will end and then it'll say, and then the question will be, uh, hey, who do we, who do we have to talk to about this hysteria? Why did anybody impart this hysteria on us? And then the media can always fall back on, Oh well, we thought we were doing the right thing. We, I guess, we were over aggressive, but you know, there were we had reasons to believe there was weapons of mass destruction. You, you know, like it's always the same bullshit. Like your intentions are what you can fall back on, but they weren't your intentions. Your intentions were to scare the shit out of people. Your intentions were to fucking exploit people's uh, uh, anxieties. And I think that that's like, uh, like, look, I don't need a, I don't need a gallon of blood from anybody. I don't need a pound of flesh from anybody, but. We got to start holding people accountable for the wild shit that they say. What what's what's some wild shit you've seen? Uh, listen, the notion that this is uh, a dangerous. Uh, well, firstly, the notion that we can that we can stop it is utterly insane. Like, whenever they do the uh, like, right now Australia has multiple travel bans, despite all of the uh, the the health uh, experts in their country saying what this is not this isn't gonna work but it's basically a way to appeal to the idiot uh, voter to say yeah look uh the chinese got this shit we're gonna um we're, we're gonna keep them out for now and it's like yo that's not gonna work that's uh, honestly in a in a place where in a world where we can all travel by plane and be anywhere on the entire planet within 20 hours you think you're going to keep anything out of your borders? You're fucking stupid. Yeah. And it's just like banning people. Look, if people want to fucking cross your borders, they're going to like, they're just going to find another way. And when they find another way to do it without you knowing about it, then you don't, you don't, you don't know. You can't track the thing that you're trying to prevent. So it's just fucks yourself. Yes. So, I think that that is just appealing to the lowest common denominator of person. Like it's build the wall motherfuckers. You know what I mean? 
It's like, yo, you can't keep a thing out. Like, like you can't keep a pandemic out. Uh, North Korea. So the one that is uh, is interesting is places without any real healthcare. So the United States, uh, North Korea. There, there's speculation that if the virus went, went wide in North Korea, there would be actual epidemic style uh, uh, population decline. Uh, and I'm sure that that applies equally to, uh, places with like places in the third world that have very little in the way of, uh, sanitation or, 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 uh, you know, clean water, et cetera. I'm, I'm sure that that applies there equally. So like if the Corona rips its way through like Bangladesh, uh, like the poor, poorest areas of Bangladesh, uh, that's a tragedy, no doubt. Uh, but I don't think there was any stopping it. I don't think that yeah. I, don't, I don't think that there was. Uh, what are you going to do? Build a wall around Bangladesh? Well, that's so, why we're voting I, for Trump. <laughs> uh, Eric, what month do you give it before you secretly start dog whistling that you are voting already, for Trump? I thought I already had. <laughs> I'm, try, I'm trying as hard as I can to, to dial that in. I need to get better at it. How do you feel? Uh, how do you feel about um, the resurrection of Russia, Russia Gate? Oh God, this is sloppy, isn't it? Isn't so, it just it, so pathetic? It's so sloppy, man. It, look, should it come as a surprise to anybody that various nations around the world are going to have their their opinions on what the United States should do? Is it a surprise to anybody that, in some small way, they might try to motivate those changes? Uh, no, it shouldn't surprise anybody. Uh, the only time that we should really be concerned is if somebody's trying to knock off a democratically elected uh, uh, representative of some of some type. Uh, the whole uh, bot farm thing you and I have gone over a million times. We found it. Uh, if you've got – if your population is so stupid that they're buying into the bots, then what can you fucking do? Exactly. You know what I mean? Like That's the, that's the kernel of it. Like, like, look, there's this thing, right? Which is, uh, it's ugly and I don't subscribe to it myself, but among like grifters and pieces of shit, there is this attitude, which is if I didn't take your money, someone else would. Right. And that's because they believe that you're stupid and that if you were never going to have it, like it was never yours that money because you're so stupid that somebody was going to relieve you of it. And if maybe it's a similar thing here, like if, if you were so dumb that you could be influenced by like social media bots, then it's either Russia or it's the Chinese. Fuck it. Let's get Finland in here. Somebody is going to influence the way that you're doing things. If you're this fucking stupid. Uh, yeah. Well, how do, have did you see what happened to Michael Ian Black? No. Okay. Uh, so Michael Ian Black said on Twitter, "You know what? Um, I think I like Biden better than than Bernie, but that's just me." And people had things to say about it. I didn't. I couldn't find any outright like shitting on. I found people being like, "Come on, Michael, you're a little out of touch there, buddy." Like blah blah blah, mm-hmm. whatever. But I got this response. This 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 comes from at H 
Krasenstein. He said, let's be clear. Michael Ian Black is being attacked by undercover Trump supporters and Russians working in warehouses for saying he prefers Joe Biden over Bernie. They want the Democrats divided and this fake outrage is working. Don't fall for it. Hashtag Thursday thoughts. Um, how, how, how fucking stupid is this person? Well, first, okay. Two things. Let's get is this back not to the, that. Is this not the Democrats? Is this not the left wing version of Q? Oh, no, it is. <laughs> oh, for sure it is. Uh, l- listen, the first, let's address all the young people, all the Twitter people who spend their time getting mad at Cher for, <laughs> for, for preferring an establishment Democrat. Uh, Cher didn't betray you. The older generation didn't betray, betray you. It, it, it is, they simply don't think that something radical can win right now. Which is a perfectly uh, reasonable kind of conclusion it, to come it, to. I don't agree with it, but uh, pretty reasonable. See, that, see, Eric, that's why, that's why you're my homie. Because <laughs> you're willing to say, I don't agree with it, but I see how you arrived there. And for some reason, people on the internet can never say that. Ever. Yeah. <laughs> so look, this is, this is, despite the fact that I don't even back him, this is a Bernie podcast. Yeah. However, if you think that I'm going to waste a moment of my fucking life getting angry at somebody for choosing the person that they believe can win when they believe Bernie can't, you're fucking stupid. I'm not wasting a second of my life. So when people are like big mad at, at like 50 plus year old celebrities, firstly, you get mad at a celebrity. You're a, you, you are the dumbest piece of shit that's ever lived. Let me put that out there. <laughs> if you get mad at a celebrity for literally anything, anything, you are profoundly dumb and your life is small and you need to move into some part of your life that is going to be more fulfilling and not allow you take care of what a stranger does. So that's a B look is share a counterculture figure. Is she leading the revolution? Not to my, why are you mad at her? (laughs) Why are you mad at her? Because she has a blue check Mark next to her name and hits from fucking 40 years ago. (laughs) That's Mm. why you're mad at her. (laughs) Like, Actually, not even 40 years ago, 45 years ago. Yeah. So so you're mad at her for not agreeing with you in the current day, but she's your mom's age? What are you fucking stupid? You know what I mean? Like like I was that's the these are the takes that I was most shocked by. I was shocked by people getting I saw somebody get angry at Neil Brennan the other day for not liking fucking Parasite. I, I cannot. <laughs> That's not real. It's real. Neil Brennan it, was okay, like, "Okay, all right, you know what? No, I'm back. On, that can't. I'm back on the bot train. That that was Russian bot because that can't be. People can't be that weird." Neil Brennan said, "Hey, uh, am I the only one that felt like the the, the metaphor of uh, uh, of Parasite didn't work because?" the rich people were rich assholes, but they seemed to treat the poor people. Okay. And, the, and it under, 
it undercut the message of the film. If the, if the message is kind of a, a worker's rights or proletariat thing, which I, from my understanding, it's not, I, th- I think the message is probably, uh, a little, uh, more holistic than that. Uh, probably accounts for both sides. I haven't seen the fucking film. Cause, uh, here's a spoiler. Everybody, uh, subtitles suck. <laughs> they take away from your they, they take away from your viewing experience, and if you think they don't, you don't understand how your brain works. Straight up, let me uh, let me go off on one, Eric. Uh, you can't process visual information uh, and that sort of uh, the part of your brain that reads at the same time. So that means that no matter how much you might like a thing, you are only getting. Uh, a portion. You're not getting the full thing when you're reliant on subtitles. Uh, it doesn't mean that you should never watch movies with subtitles. It just means that you're fucking lying to yourself if you think that it is the whole experience or the intended experience. That's I can tell you with 100% confidence it's not the intended experience. Oh, it's so, 100% not because the actual – so the name of the film is Parasite, um, in which is an English translation. But the uh, – the actual title of the film in Korean, the word that translates to parasite is a is a different word that actually means like disgusting poor person. So you already don't you, the, the title of the film doesn't even work in English. So that's what I'm saying. Like uh, we can get into the Academy Awards uh, six months from now when they're even less relevant. But like, uh, holy shit, fuck all this nonsense. Uh, Whatever. Let's get back to it. What the fuck were we talking about? Oh shit! I don't even know. Um, Russia Gate. Real. Oh yeah. No, look, but you know what the, the thing everybody. about look. Well, also, oh, we're talk- talk- no, we're talking about uh, uh, Neil Brennan getting roasted. So people oh, were right, big right, mad right. at Neil Brennan because he's because he's rich. Now, yo, we are approaching a level of resentment politics that is not unsustainable. Neil Brennan is probably worth fucking fifteen million dollars. If that is your idea of an ivory tower rich person that you could that you could never achieve that yourself, you got. Oh, please, if Bong John who was worth like thirty million dollars. That's what I'm saying. Like, please, like the whole thing. Like, why are we? Why do we get so big mad at people? Like, I think it reveals too much about us when when we're mad at rich people. I really do. I really think that it says I'm a loser. That's what it it signals to the world. But which, it's also like a oh, rich way. person can't possibly understand Parasite. A fucking rich person wrote it, you weirdo. <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah, what are we exactly, talking about? Exactly right. Exactly right. That 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 uh, that uh, workers' revolution uh, uh, comrade. Uh, how do you say his name? Bong. Uh, Bong John Hu. Bong Bong Jung. Something yeah. like that. Uh, comrade number one, Bong Jung Hu. Um, so, uh, anyway, yeah, people are coming for Neil. People come for anybody that is public facing. I don't understand it. Yeah, I, well, because you know, it's just it's 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 a wormy, it's a low life way of 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 trying to, I don't know, punch at someone who has more than you because you're deeply resentful. That that's that's really truly all that it is. And Twitter. And social media has offered you a platform where it's now possible for these people to actually see or hear what you're saying about them. Um, so that's why they do it. It's it's if the avenue wasn't available to them, they'd they'd grumble into their into their beer because it's not 
it's just it it but the the fact that it that it is a a high potential that they could see and respond to your thing then then that i don't know that 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 brings out some kind of goblin that lives deep in your soul it's wormy I, it's wormy and pathetic i want to kill the goblin i don't want to be the goblin no yeah everyone should want to kill the goblin listen we're about like look if if all things if, if if things are cynical as I truly believe they are, uh, I don't actually think we're ever going to see a President Sanders. Which means you, you, not you, Patrick, but the you that I'm talking to through this microphone through our podcast. You gotta work. We go. It's like we always said. You gotta do for self because you will not. You will not find any hope in politics. They will not give you what you want. They will not afford you the life that you want. They're not going to give you money. They're not going to give you an education. They're not going to give you debt forgiveness. They're not going to give you health care. So you better figure out what it is you want to do, or you better figure out what it is maybe you don't want to do, but will potentially afford you some kind of actual life that has value. Figure it out because you're not going to find it from the political realm, and you're not going to find it yelling at fucking share. Uh, confirmed. <laughs> Fully confirmed. confirmed. Uh, but that's the thing, right? Is people don't want actual change. They just they just want to vocalize. Look, which I can honest no, I can empathize with that. I I th- uh, like uh, we talk about it a lot on here too. Self actualization. If you if you feel then, but like find something that's a little more either productive or or something that's a little more affirming a positive in some kind of way. Don't just don't shit on strangers on the internet. It makes you an asshole. I've said it a million times. uh, My biggest failing in uh, romantic relationships is I seemingly never understand when the other person just wants to complain. And I, immediately start troubleshooting and attempting to find solutions for whatever their problem is. And this, sometimes people just want to complain. And if you start, if you start shooting them ideas when they want to complain, I can assure you from experience, they get big mad. They do. You know what I mean? I have experienced Because sometimes it's not about that shit. Sometimes it's just like, like, look, like Eric, if you were on this podcast telling me that you feel bad about yourself, you're you, you're wrestling with weight problems or whatever, I could shoot you thirty fucking suggestions to change your life today. But it, that would mean that that's what you wanted from me. When in fact, you probably just wanted to say that shit out loud, right? Yeah, and which is fine. And Sometimes there's a space for for venting, but like. And and that helps sometimes just to like get it. You, sometimes you got to get shit off your chest, and I'm and I'm with that. But like, you gotta that's got to come with the fact that you gotta like you gotta you gotta figure shit out to get better because no one wants to hear your bullshit like all the fucking time if you're not gonna try and help yourself. No, even people that love you only want to hear it maybe twice. You know what I mean? Like, how many times can you hear somebody say the same shit? It's like, look, anybody's got like an alcoholic in their family or desperate drug addict or whatever has been through this a million times, which is just like, Hey, uh, or, or like the, the, the fucking knucklehead that keeps getting together with the person that's making their life bad, you know, like, Hey, you keep complaining about this fella, but you keep getting back together with him. So, uh, you're on your own on this one. 
right? Because if you were like, oh, this guy's such a piece of shit, uh, he's bad to me, it's like, okay, here's your suggestion. Don't be with him. Don't get back together with him. And then like, people don't want to hear that. People just want to say a thing out loud. People want to talk to talk. And listen, we get some nominal amount of money to talk to talk. Uh, we love to talk. We love to just jaw it up. You know what I mean? But if, if you expect anything to change your life from simply saying it out loud, you've been fucking reading the secret too much, my dude. You have to actually go do some shit. Yeah, and you got to take you, action. And if you just want to complain, well, somebody will put up with it if you're hot, but yeah, that's about it. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. It's and you know, it, it, it might be that some of the people that we're talking about, or some of the people we're talking to that do that, are like maybe you're in your early twenties or something like that. But like, I think by I think by twenty five. You, it's now time that you, like, if you're, if you're suffering, if your life sucks a shit now by 25, you have to actually take action. You can complain about it till 24, but that's it. Like once you're past that point, if you're not doing something to make your life better, if you're not actually taking action other than trying to, to manifest it somehow through your words, the chaos magic at least like come on a picture of something that you want and then like burn it or something that that would be more than what you're doing yes ejaculate yes. until you you want to ejaculate on your goals come on your goals come all over them burn them bury them in the yard uh make a sigil carve it into your neighbor's uh shingles uh put it on reddit Put it out there on Reddit, Lincoln build, uh, get the Bloomberg money, you know, um, go out there, hustle, get the Sharpie, write the thing on the subway tile, uh, you know, uh, reach out, you know, reach out into the darkness and, and pull something from it because yelling into the darkness is not going to get you anything. This is a self-help podcast. I mean, obviously, it sounds like an anti-social media podcast at the moment because that's that's the nature of what that shit is. It's just yelling into a void over and over again, hoping for change. I'm, I, if you haven't noticed, I've I haven't really been on Twitter at all, and uh, I my mental health is better. Is that true? I just look at I just look at boobs on Instagram and keep it moving. There is uh, no no sort of like reading about like uh, I'm going to get myself in trouble if I say the shit on Twitter that fucking makes my skin crawl. But if uh, there's none of that shit, so uh, much better for you, everybody go. Here's my suggestion. Go to Cambodia, uh, buy a chain. Oh, I might buy a chain today, Eric. Oh, uh, uh, Cambodian links. Cambodian links. <laughs> That's what's up. Only only built for Cambodian links. There you go. Uh, and uh, we'll see. I, I, uh, it, the problem is they might be too tight to my, uh, too, too tight to my neck. Uh, it might be too much like a little Uzi choker uh, and not enough like a gangster chain. Uh, but I'll take a photo uh, and we can put it on uh, the Twitter uh, and see if it's a yes or a no from people. What what are you putting out there? Uh, it, it, our listeners can decide if this is the starter chain for me or if it's not gangster enough. Mm, 
Okay. See, I my what my thought is is your gains have been too powerful that the chain is just like popping off your neck. That's somewhat true. Yeah. But my gains. So right now my gains, which uh, I had been uh, exercising the whole time that I was on tour, so mostly doing good, just maintaining, didn't lose a pound, didn't put on a pound. Uh, but here in Cambodia, I'm drinking like three Coca Colas a day. Mm. And wow. Yeah. So when you give me a sugar Coca-Cola, not a high fructose corn, Coca-Cola, of course, uh, we're not animals. I will drink, I will drink that shit. Yeah. And three a day, uh, even though it's not the high fructose one starting to add up on my little tummy. Yeah. Uh, that's, that's that. Well, that was my, that was my gains uh, approach. Just drink soda, but it's going to yeah, make it fat. It, it, I'm gaining, I think, but, but not in the way you want. <laughs> No, I want the shit in my arms. I want the shit in my titties. I want the shit in my back. I want to look yoked. Uh, well, I want to look like the s- smallest bouncer. I am living at home as, as if people who keep up with the podcast will know I'm back with my folks and Congratulations. I'm, us- I'm using my dad's weight bench in the basement. So yes. I'm, I'm chasing the gains as well. The good, the positive gains. Um, yo, take, take a photo of that weight bench today. Put that on the timeline. <laughs> I think, um, I'm making some edits. I'm still going strong with fasting. I'm doing 19 hour fasts a day. Um, <laughs> but you know what? I'm afraid of plateauing. So I have to, I got to switch it up somehow. I'm, I'm still doing, you know what? I've been, I've been lacking on the weekends. I've been letting myself indulge Saturdays and Sundays. I think I'm going to keep it to Friday. That's my indulgement day. And then Saturday, Sunday, I'm keeping it strict again. Um, and like, it's just, it's just, you want to keep moving forward. You don't want to, you don't want to ever fall back. You know what I mean? So dad's weight bench. Oh, oh, you know what else I got? I forgot to tell you. I got DDP yoga. Oh, no shit. Have you started? I, I love the idea of a big guy doing yoga. I can't wait. I got my DDP yoga set. I'm fucking, I'm in it. I, I, wrestler huckster sold me his wares i'm the mark i am ready for this i'm ready for this to change my life oh i'm excited <laughs> it sounds like it sounds like i'm coked up before this podcast Yo, can i shout out our more literal listeners that i feel like greetings from evergreen podcasts we're rolling out a listener survey and we want to hear from you The information in the survey will help us gather statistics and in turn make our shows more appealing to advertisers. I know most people don't like ads, but this is one of the only ways our shows make money and help keep their lights on. We promise it will only take a few minutes, but the impact on our podcasts will be tremendous. As a token of our appreciation, we'll randomly select one lucky participant each month to win an exclusive merchandise package from Evergreen Podcasts. Head to evergreenpodcast.com slash listener survey to help a show and possibly get some free stuff for doing so. We can't thank you enough for the support. Now back to the show. I feel like, uh, so the other day I did an Instagram, uh, a video where I said that a homeless guy sold me some records and the records were like Paul Simon, Talking Heads, like Belinda Carlisle, that sort of shit. And then it went as it went on, it was all Nazi records. And yeah, I saw that. And at least 20 people wrote me and were like, dude, 
that homeless guy sold you Nazi records. Everybody, don't be so literal. There was no homeless guy. It was a bit. It was because I was some. It was because I was someplace where somebody had a ton of Nazi records, and I thought it would be funny to do a bit where I was acting ignorant. But I thought it was funny that everybody, so many people, thought that I was literal, and that a homeless guy just sold me a hundred dollars worth of Nazi records along with the Human League record. Everybody, be. Stay conscious that the world is a bit. You know what I mean? Like, it's a yeah, bit. Everything yeah, is a bit. Everything's like, a work. Yeah, everything's a work. Like you can't you can't be too literal because the the world will bite you if you're too literal. It's uh, well, the most egregious record that you had in that collection was uh, Graceland. That's the most Nazi album of them all. <laughs> you know what would be difficult to make right now because uh, world oh, music very, is seen yeah. as as a colonial idea. It's which is crazy because I think anyone that listens to that album with an honest ear, that's a great album. And Oh, no doubt. No doubt. And and it's funny at how politicized it was in the 80s when the album itself is so apolitical. It's just it's fucking benign. It's yeah, it's, it's just fucking Paul Simon songs. It's like songs about walking down fucking Christopher Street or whatever he sings about. I don't know. It's like so it's so mild. Not just mild, but it's also like, what would the politics of a Paul Simon record be if they existed at all? Like something that we all agree with, like anti-apartheid. Peace, you know man. what I mean? Like what, like what issue could we have? Peace, peace and love, brother. <laughs> He's from the sixties. What else would it be? Right. It's like, let's, let's, let's be real here. But yeah, he got, I remember, like, I remember reading about how, how much he got shit on in the eighties, but like, yeah, I mean, it's it just, it's weird how things come around because he, he, if yeah, no one could make that album today, which is crazy. Cause it's really just, it's just world music. And it's like really light world. The world's totally lost his mind. Have have you seen that our man, uh, Alex Jones, uh, has shaved his head? No. How's he look? Eh. He was really handsome before. Did, did <laughs> um, okay. I'm going to, I'm going to DM you the, this video that I'm looking at right now. I don't have, I don't know what he's saying, but he looks like he's in his, his full element. Um, I think he's going for a specific look with this shaved head and I don't think he's achieving it quite. Um, it's a little Lex Luthor esque. Um, <laughs> it's not great. But you know what? I respect the bold. I, res- I respect the change up. Sometimes you got to change it up. I think about shaving my head every single day of my life. Yo, me too. And the fucking shitty thing is my hair is, is probably one of my best attributes. Uh, yeah, your hair is actually really good. My hair is really nice. Can, can we give a shout out to our listener, uh, occasional listener? I don't know how often she is. Uh, Kristen, who shout out Kristen, who I didn't realize this. She's she's probably twenty six. Uh, she dates a fifty year old dude. Okay, and she's not she's not like some alt like uh you know sex workers rights sort of like. She's not like a lot of our listeners who are on some like, I don't know, fucking some new shit, right? She's, her reason for dating a 50-year-old man, I, I never knew. 
it, it, but she was like, yeah, I just, I've tried dating men my age and they're not masculine. Wow. How fucking, how fucking wild is that? I, I actually had such a respect for knowing what you're into. You know what I mean? Like I was like, I don't know. It, it, I saw her the other day on this tour and I was like, she's like, she's not, she never advertises that she dates an old man. It's not like a thing that she's like trying to promote or fucking put in her fucking, uh, uh, she's not like including him in, in her only fans or like, do you know what I'm saying? Like, it's not like a part of her life that she's like trying to capitalize on or like for clout sure. uh, or, and she's not ashamed of it, but she's just like, they're not masculine. And I just can't do that. And I was like, wow, that's like such a, such like a, it, it's a bit like no joke Howard, that video that I love so much where he like comes to during the video, he comes to grips with the fact that he just likes transgender women. And like, he's a bro. I love that moment of realization that you're not, you're incapable of changing what appeals to you. I think that that's like such like, you want to talk about do for self self-actualization, self-realization, self-acceptance is Hey, this is what turns me on. This is what makes me laugh. This is what gets me going. This is what, blah, blah. and I don't know. I was thinking about that the other day. Uh, I saw her like whatever a week ago on tour. <laughs> and I was thinking about it the other day that like, yo, uh, forget like my feelings that that might be true. Maybe, maybe men are less traditionally masculine now than younger generation, whatever. Like is it, who, who cares? It's just uh, shout out to uh, understanding that, you're not getting satisfied doing the thing that everybody else is doing. Yeah, for sure. I mean, it's interesting because I, I think I thought men get less masculine as they age, especially when you start, when you reach like 50, don't like, doesn't your brain stop making testosterone? Well, testosterone drops. Like for example, I'm going to have a hard time building muscle. Uh, like, so me jumping on this whole fitness thing now is either the best time or the worst time, depending on your perspective. Cause I'm going to have to really put work in. But I think that men probably a, probably a fifty year old has more traditionally masculine opinions and and uh, mannerisms than your average twenty six year old. I would think. Yeah, may, maybe. I mean that. I mean that might be true, and it might be a generational thing, especially like like you were saying. Maybe, maybe it's just like twenty six year olds, you know, nowadays or or less. Man, it's tough to say, but. I, I've been I've been thinking about maybe we should maybe we should take testosterone pills. You and Not I like a lot, but like you know, maybe just like a little <laughs> bit. <laughs> Listen, so here's a funny thing. Here's the best part of social media. Uh, anything that I talk about, somebody will reach out to me. So the other day I was talking about Burma or uh, Myanmar, if you're not from the United States, and and uh, uh, they is somebody that was living there messaged me and I thought that, Oh, that was interesting. You know what I mean? Like somebody who is a, like a foreigner living in Yangon hit me up and, and was giving me the run of the, the rundown. I was like, Oh, what an interesting world that we live in that I can just throw it out there. And somebody that follows me on social media has that answer. When I talked about somebody asked me a question about uh, steroids or some shit like that. And I said, yeah, I don't really understand any of that. Yo, my DMS were full of secret steroiders. Wow. <laughs> like, like full of dudes who, who were explaining to me exactly how it works. And I, but I still don't really understand if somebody here wants to explain to Eric and I, uh, if T 
testosterone is a thing that we should be on for our health or if we're going to end up beating a homeless guy to, to death for saying something crude to the women in our life because we're <laughs> fucking roided out. Uh, I, I would like that explanation because if it's something that's just good for me, for sure, I'll take it like a vitamin. But if it's some shit that is like going to change the composition of my brain, so I'm like flipping tables and like calling my girlfriend a bitch in public places, I don't want that. I'm not going to grow grow any more hair. I don't want to grow. I want, I'm happy with the amount of hair that I have. Oh, I'll I'll do more hair. I could really use some facial hair. No, I don't want, I'm, I'm I'm too, I'm, well, look, I, I don't think I'm a hairy person, but I don't want any more hair. All right, you're good where you're at. I'm good where I'm at, but I would like to like, I don't know, be like rock solid, just like rock fucking hard, like all the time. Like that would be, I want to walk around with a, with a boner all the time. So there's no medication that you can't buy over the counter here in Cambodia. Uh, should I, uh, test Cialis for our listeners? <laughs> yes. You should get Cialis. You should get uh new uh, you should get. Well, you can get horny goat weed anywhere, I guess. But uh, you should get the one with with Chun Li on it. Uh, oh, <laughs> you you I yeah, th- that could be a new segment where you <laughs> Patrick tries try gas, gas station. I try gas station yeah. <laughs> like <laughs> uh, like Ultra Score or whatever the fuck, like the ones that are like like have electricity on them. Yes. Uh, so that's one way to do it. I think that would compromise my uh, my drug free lifestyle. Uh, but but you're not but you're not doing it to like to get high or anything like that. You're just trying to you're trying to improve. It's for health. It's for it's for good health purposes. Um. Well, all right. I could fuck with that. Uh, <laughs> the uh, Cialis. So again, one of our listeners is going to is going to explain this to us. Does it? Am I turned on when I? take Cialis or do I just have an erection? <laughs> Cause if it's mm. just having an erection, that's really weird. You think? <laughs> I don't think you get turned on. I think you just like, like, I don't think your like aptitude for having, for being like excited sexually is, is any greater than any other. I think it's just that your dick is hard. I, I, that sounds awesome. <laughs> if I could just have, I want to, I want to be rock hard while I read the newspaper. I mean, all right, maybe I'll try the Cialis out here. Who knows? I, um, if that's the way it could be, that would be that would be perfect. If I could just like, I mean, you'd have to tuck it in, right? You have to like do like the you know where you yes. like shift it up and like you kind of tuck it under underneath your your belt buckle. But like, that's that to me. That's the way to live. That's that's the ideal. Like when like when like religions or like Harry Krishna or like whatever Hinduism when they talk about like achieving nirvana, to me that means. You're walking around always hard, always hard. And also like fully calm. Oh, wow. Like, that's to me, that's the perfect state of being. Have I, have I told you that I don't really like nutting? <laughs> I think maybe you have. I don't really like it. Like, <laughs> I don't I, like that calm that like, you, you know how I like, don't fuck with drugs in part because I just like to, I like to uh, like, I don't want to mellow out. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't mm. want to be Mr. Chill dude. Uh, and when I come, I'm like, so where, where too calm. What's right happening? Now. Where are you? Too fucking chill. I don't, I don't really like it. Do it live. Right. Fucking th- Eric. How is it that 
I am in the global south, the yes. developing world, the third yes. world, and yes. uh, your Wi-Fi is what fucked up. Uh, no, it wasn't my Wi-Fi. It was my dad's brand new laptop that decided to crash. I guess should have got a Dell. It's a it's an Acer. Oh, how pathetic well, is that? Should have been an Alienware. Yeah, clearly, I need the cooling system to play Fortnite. <laughs> Anyway, uh, you, were talk- you were talking about pissing in mouths. I assume you saved the, the file, so we're okay. I saved the file. Hopefully it's okay. Although I think that there's some weird there's some weird sound that my shit is doing. It's very disappointing. Yeah, there, I've been getting annoying feedback this whole time. I don't know if I, I'm hoping on? it's just me. Eric, what is going on? I, I don't know. Our life, I, our life is in shambles. I hope that this episode is fucking listenable. I hope so too. Yeah. Uh, all right, let, let, let's cut it off before anything uh, more tainted happens, more more ghostly, more haunted. Uh, I I uh, I'm going to go to the uh, market now. I'll take a photo of me wearing that chain. Uh, you and our listeners can let me know if that's the chain for me. Uh, need to look like again. Need to look like the smallest bouncer or uh, somebody's dad. Hmm. I mean, that could be one and the same. Absolutely. Dad made some bad decisions. Yeah. Dad okay. got so, somebody pregnant young. He's still, he's, still, <sighs> he's still out there bouncing. Yeah, for sure. Well, you got to be, you got to stay out there. You got to put food on the table. You got to provide now. Yeah. Bouncing. Here's the deal. I think bouncing at an easy place is boring. Bouncing at a difficult place is life threatening. So there's really, it's hard to find a level as a bouncer. Yeah. Well, this is we're we're pro bouncer podcast. You're a big body, dude. You put a little work into your back. You could be a bouncer tomorrow. Eh. I, the you, bouncer huh? bouncer is one step down from corrections officer. Oh god, you have to be around like drunk people and shit. Like I, I can't do that. It is bad. It is. Bad. But I know people that lo- I know people that love it. They like the conflict. That's crazy to me. And, and what about Roadhouse? That's a good movie. Road Roadhouse is a pretty good movie. All right, look, we're this thing is like, this is like actively failing as we record this. All I'm getting, all right. I'm getting like feedback and like and like buzzes. Right. I guess that's the price you pay when you when when you know you have to record from your parents' house all the way across to 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 the developing world. But that's yeah, just what a, it is. A queen's a queen's basement to Cambodia. Exactly. Uh, all right. Eric, always a pleasure. I'll speak to you soon. Everybody yes. check out the socials. You know the drill. Yes. Hit the Patreon, patreon.com slash worst possible timeline. Uh, hit the Twitter at WP timeline. Uh, we'll get at you real soon. We'll, we'll, we'll be back soon. All right. Goodbye. I'm back real soon. Yes. Goodbye. Well, hey, podcast listener. My name is Vince, and I'm the host of a show called The RR Show. It stands for Reddit Readings. We're going to sit down twice a week, and I'm going to bring you the most entertaining stories from all of the best subreddits that exist online. Things like malicious compliance, petty revenge, hey, lady, I don't work here. Oh, there's so much more. Lots of great stories and things you won't believe. Like the one time uh, this dude was caught in a bathroom with his friend, and he was slapping them because that was the only way that he could actually legitimately help them. A mall cop comes in with a taser. Oh, yeah, the rest is history. It's going to be fun. There is, uh, well, I don't know, I got like 20 seconds left, so I don't got much more time to tell you another story. But just join me on The RR Show. It's from Evergreen Podcast, produced in partnership with Wessler Media. So The RR Show, 
wherever you get podcasts, subscribe today. And uh, it's like an adult story time. Let's hang out together. The RR Show. Subscribe today wherever you get your podcasts.